This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Before we introduce my friend Will Brinson, where does this come from? I know, it's because Will's here. Little live Steely Dan? Yes, and I know you love it too. I try to please. Very nice. Very nice. A little, uh, I mean, it does sound like, uh, almost sound like a cover at one point, but right now Donald Fagan sounds like a cover. Yeah. Uh, Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com, Pick 6 podcast, super friend, joins me as always here on the Adam Gold Show. Uh, good choice if you selected Do It Again live. I mean, Steely Dan, really more. No, I, a, didn't, I didn't pick. That was, that pick? was all Victoria. I was, um, I, you know, as a... Uh, as a, uh, a, a a passionate fan of the the band Fish, someone willing to even stand through a, a torrential downpour, <laughs> hypothetically, uh, and maybe a lightning storm, I would wow. um, to watch to watch the band. I would just say that that, that would have been a fine choice too. But I, you can never go wrong no. with Steely Dan. I actually was thrown a little bit by the live version though. Don't see a lot of live. Uh, there is a live album, but I'm not necessarily a fan of it. Uh, all right, let me get to uh, let me get to something I was I led into this this segment with. In our last one, the uh, the notion that maybe the clock is ticking on Bill Belichick. I think we play revisionist history with the end of the Tom Brady era because we we fell in love with Brady's year one in Tampa with a loaded roster. As I said before, he was handed a deck full of aces the way that that team was put together. And a lot of it was the attraction of playing with Brady. So a lot of players played for you know, below what their market value might have been because they they knew that there would be an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. It ain't had it didn't go well after that, right? It wasn't it wasn't like they were great after that, and I don't think he was great all that year either. Um, but now we're looking at Bill Belichick and saying, man, they won a Super Bowl. What have you done? It's been a while. Where where are the Patriots right now in their rebuild? Uh, I mean, I think that they're probably trying to figure out what is next. I mean, I, I think they're like a rebooting dynasty, right? And it's like, if you're, it, it, it's really, it's a really hard act to follow. Six Super Bowls <laughs> in a 20 year span, like, and, and like two, two, in that two, two years where you don't win the division title. Right. And, right. and you have the greatest quarterback of all time and the greatest coach of all time. Like he's still the greatest coach of all time. I agree. I, like, I think there's a reasonable, you know, if you want to say Patrick Mahomes can catch Brady, then that's fine. But then that means you probably think Andy Reid can catch Belichick too, which is crazy to think about, but not, uh, not totally out of the question. Um, there's just been an increasing amount of pressure. Just sort of the way that it's been spoken about, like you hear Bob Kraft talking in owners meetings, and I mean, I don't think Belichick's on the hot seat. Like he's gonna, he wants Belichick to catch Shula on the all-time wins list. Sure. He wants Belichick to wait to go out as a winner in New England. Like you don't want it to end poorly, but um, you know, like last year they hired Matt Patricia as the offensive coordinator, right? And it's and Joe Judge the, and Joe Judge, <laughs> right? It's one of the most inexplicable coaching decisions, maneuvers, whatever you want to call it, that you'll ever see. Look, he also let Tom Brady walk. Really pushed him out the door. Right. Brady would have stayed in New England. Belichick, you know, Belichick had been thinking about rebooting for a while at sure. quarterback. You know, that's why he drafted Jimmy Garoppolo in the second round. Um, he didn't believe, he just believed in the law of physics, in you know, reality, that Brady wasn't going to play forever. Little did we know he's superhuman. And I think... <laughs> 
that I think that probably has an impact on this too, because Bob Kraft loves Tom Brady so much that it he he probably holds a little bit of a grudge there with Belichick. And then if you keep not winning, the NFL is a very much what have you done for me lately league. But it, it, it seems unfathomable that Bill Belichick we push out at him. But right, I mean, if he keeps losing and keeps hiring Matt Patricia, who knows? Well, well, look, yeah, you can't make bad decisions. I don't know that they've drafted really well. Right? They've made poor decisions in free agency. I think these are the problems that is really plaguing this. And I would argue this. We saw the end of Brady in New England, and it was ugly, not because yeah. of Brady, but he was unable to help what they had be even competent offensively. Their offense at the end of that season was atrocious. And their offensive personnel the following season was equally as bad, maybe worse. So, I mean, there's no way that Brady at that stage of his career was going to elevate, you know, second tier at best talent into being a really good team. So, look, I don't, I don't disparage, I don't, I don't, I don't blame Belichick for letting Brady walk. I don't, I don't blame anybody in that I mean, situation. Brady's, Brady's, Brady's final year, the top four receivers by yardage were a 33 year old Julian Edelman. He yep. wouldn't be around long. A 27-year-old James White, who's a running back. Right. Philip Dorsett, who Ooh. is a former first-round pick, but has bounced around the league. And Jacoby Myers, who right. is beloved around here, but, like, where, you know, given his pe- – and a great draft pick, and I'm glad he got paid, but, like, given his pedigree, like – and just given given where he was drafted, like, you wouldn't have expected, like, him to be the Patriots' number one wide receiver that, you know, that quickly. Like, that's, that's problematic for them. Is Mac Jones in New England going to be good enough – to elevate what they've got. Now, they did better. They actually went a, a little bit more sizzle in free agency this year, and they added to the offensive personnel. Um, is that enough, what they have done? And then Juju Smith-Schuster, right? Uh, is that enough to do, to take them to a level? I mean, it's a difficult division. I think Miami's really good. We know Buffalo's difficult really good. We Right, and we don't know. I mean, the Jets are set up to at least be uh, interesting and competitive. I mean, I mean the, Patri- the Patriots are like eight to one to win the division. That is wild. If you think about it, Belichick coach team is like getting creeping up towards 10 to one to win their own division. I mean, I think you can, I always try to do in the off season with every team, like take a look at it and be like, and like squint really hard and try and figure out what's like, what's the best case. And <laughs> then also like sort of look at it and say, what's the worst case. And there's definitely a, a, a downside, a huge downside for the Patriots here. Like things could just go South. But if like Bill O'Brien's an improvement, I mean, he's going to be an improvement over Matt Patricia. Like he's just going to be, that's, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's yeah, it's like, Oh yes. It's just hard to fathom just how bad Matt Patricia that hire was. Basically when Andy Reid hired Juan Castillo at the end of his run in Philly, uh, his offensive line coach would be his DC, which again makes no sense. <laughs> the weapons are there. I think to fashion enough of an offense, if Ramondre Stevenson's healthy, if he's the bell cow, like Cole Strange or the, the Chattanooga first round pick that from a couple of years ago, he like this, this offensive line has to come together. The power run game has to be there and they need Juju and, and to sort of eat up underneath and then Devontae to Devontae Barker to take the top off. Right. Like they, it, the best case scenario I think is like a top half of the league offense efficiency wise, maybe not volume wise. And then defensively, like you just have to trust Bill Belichick is going to, you know, having have a, a these, the defense looks like it could be better. It looks like it could improve. And so, like this is a team that's going to be frisky. They're going to be a pain. They're going to be. Sure. I don't know if frisky is the word. Maybe it's like they're they're not going to just go away quietly. 
And so I think no. it's, there's a chance Belichick wins 10 games this year and everybody's sort of off his back. But, I mean. I guess there's a, there's a chance. I'm, I don't for, like, the, again, the division is very, very competitive. Oh, yeah. And the the conference is as well. Let me ask you about the Jets because I I heard somebody I might have been Jeff Darlington on ESPN. I have no idea. Uh, say that he thinks the Jets have a greater chance to miss the playoffs than make the playoffs. Mm. I mean, I kind of floated that right after the Aaron Rodgers thing, and maybe that's over the top. Uh, it probably is over the top with half the league basically half the conference making the playoffs. Seven out of uh, what uh, sixteen teams in the in the yeah. conference will make the playoffs? Uh, but I don't think the Jets were just a quarterback away. I don't think had you plugged in competency at quarterback over Zach Wilson and Mike White, they would they they there was a reason they lost seven in a row to end the year. Right. So <laughs> seven uh, in a row, right? Like, they weren't gone. good. So I, look, I don't. I think the jury is still out on Robert Sala. As much as I like Robert Sala as a as a coach or as a guy, I think the jury is still out on whether or not he's a good enough head coach uh, to win. But what are your thoughts on? I know Aaron Rodgers is there, but are they definitely a playoff team, or is it still up in the air? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan. If you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I, I think he's very much up in the air. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I said that really when the when the Rodgers trade went down, I was like, of course, like this could be a playoff team. But you know, when you say, oh, they're a quarterback away, that means everything clicked for you, but the quarterback position. And I know Brees Hall went down with a, with, a, with an ACL injury, but sure. the, the assumption is just that he's going to come back and be fine. And there could be a little bit of time. Um, I'm trying to. I don't actually see it on Caesars right now, but because they had to make miss playoffs. I mean, I'm sure that the. I think I think the last time I saw it, the Jets were like minus 150 to make the playoffs. So they are inherently, or I mean, I guess you know, just by by the nature of what Vegas is assigning to it, right? They are more likely to make the playoffs than miss the playoffs. But I think that Jeff's point was probably uh, I didn't see the hit, but I would assume that his point was more like everyone's penciling in the Jets to make the playoffs, and they have to deal with the Patriots team we just talked about, which they do have a, they do have a, a possible upside, right? They have to deal with the Miami Dolphins, where if Tua plays the whole season, they're going to be a really good team. If yep. that offensive line is good as well. And then the Bills, who everyone's trying to write off in a weird way, but you know are clearly going to have a chip on their shoulder based on this offseason, still have Josh Allen. Like That is a really hard schedule. And then you factor in the rest of the AFC, where you've got the Chiefs, the Broncos, who I think are a possible bounce-back team, and the Chargers in the West. Like, I mean, both both divisions can't get three teams in. Some good. There's a very good chance that a terrible team from the NFC gets in the playoffs, and a really good team from the AFC is left out. So we get home, and we have that whole should we recede conversation, and is, uh, then we move on once the playoffs start. Isn't there a chance that a terrible team from the AFC also gets into the playoffs? Mm. Well, I mean, I, Jacksonville will probably be significantly better than terrible. Uh, whether yeah, I think Jacksonville. Jacksonville Trevor Lawrence is fifteen to one to win the MVP, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a turn. I'm not. I'm not a. I, oh, I'm I am a not. Bad I know you are. You're. You're buying. You're. You're. Uh, you're, you're all for, about for sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I still. I don't know, man. I. Uh, 
I think the, I see a lot of good, but I see a lot of uh, I see a lot of average. One thing I will say is that he's got I think outstanding coaching uh, in uh, Doug Peterson. It's, to me, the biggest advantage that he has, and why not I, Urban Meyer? Numb. Not Urban Meyer, but also yeah. not whatever they've got in uh, with the Los Angeles Chargers, because yeah, exactly. to I me, mean, like Trevor Lawrence is going to pass Justin Herbert on the really handsome six foot six inch blonde flowing locks <laughs> quarterback list, um, but I'm not sure either. Probably in large part to coaching. I mean, now yeah. Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore could come in there and, and you saw I mean with Joe Lombardi like they threw underneath all season long. The Chargers right. did, and Kellen Moore comes in and Dak they'll attack vertically. So like that that should benefit them. But I don't know if that team is good. Like I'm just saying that a nine or ten win team is probably going to miss the playoffs in the AFC. Would be my guess. Sure. All right. So we'll we'll close on this. Will Brinson. Uh, rank, give me your order of finish in the AFC East. I, um, am, I've been pounding the table that the bills are being written off like the chiefs were last year for some silly, because if, you know, the, the, the dolphins are like the hot team and the jets sure. get Rogers. Um, so I'll say the bills one, yep. the dolphins two, jets, three patriots, four. I think that's probably and if I'm feeling really frisky come prediction time for CBS sports.com. I'll put the Patriots ahead of the Jets and just get just so much vitriol from Jets fans. And that's and that's fine because as Victoria will attest to, I'm not sure Aaron Rodgers is enough tomato juice to mask the stench of the Jets. <laughs> so just, I thought you were going for a Bloody Mary. No, no. <laughs> uh, Bloody Mary analogy there. You ayahuasca. The analogy. It's just <laughs> ayahuasca. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not sure. At this stage of his career, as good as he is, still – I'm not sure that's enough, but we will uh, we will find out. Are, are you excited for Hard Knocks? Uh, yeah, especially because Rogers is mad that he's on Hard Knocks. <laughs> he's like furious that they put him on Hard Knocks, which makes me like kind of love the fact that he's on Hard Knocks. <laughs> uh, I'm still not sh- <laughs> excuse me. I'm still not sure I'll watch, but uh, I'll certainly read the stories about it. Will Brinson, I appreciate your time, my man. Uh, Anytime, buddy. See talk man. to you very soon. Uh, that's right. Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com. Pick Six Podcast, Super Friend. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity.